2: Lieutenant debuted as the Tenth Doctor at the end of New Who's first series, taking the reins for three series and a bunch of specials. The incarnation is loved by a huge majority of the fandom, often topping popularity polls. However, he has been to darker territory than any Doctor before, on screen at least. So with that in mind then, I'm Ellie with Who Culture and here are the 10 worst things the Tenth Doctor has ever done. Number 10. Meddling in Elton's life in Love and Monsters Lover Monsters isn't many people's favourite Who episode, but it introduces us to Elton Pope. As a child, Elton met the Tenth Doctor, who he found downstairs in his house, next to the body of his mother. However, the time traveller does not stick around to help the boy, whose life had just been turned upside down. After the years of goings-on on Earth, including the Auton and Sycorax invasion, Elton decides to find out more about the mysterious man he met as a child. Long story short, this brings him into contact with the Linda gang, and they meet the Absorbaloff. But then the Doctor and Rose finally turn up, as she isn't happy with how Elton treated her mum, Jackie. Eventually, the Tenth Doctor finally sits down and explains what happened, saying there was an elemental shade in Elton's home. Fair enough, he meets plenty of people, but wouldn't you give the poor boy some kind of comforting when he's just lost his mother, rather than just saying she's dead and leaving? How heartless are you, Ten? Number 9. Ran away from Jack in Utopia Thinking back to the Series 1 finale, the 9th Doctor leaves with Rose after she has used the TARDIS energy to wipe out all the Daleks, whilst also bringing Captain Jack back to life, giving him immortality. Switch to the first story in the Series 3 three-part finale, and the 10th Doctor and Jack are about to be reunited. Ever since, Jack has been leading Torchwood in Cardiff, waiting for him to return to the Rift to recharge. Hearing the TARDIS land, Jack charges for the time machine, but is clocked by Ten, who isn't hanging around. Quickly, Ten dematerializes, taking the TARDIS into the time vortex. However, at the last second, Jack jumps and clings to the exterior of the time machine as it tumbles through time to the end of the universe. Upon its arrival, and once the Doctor and Martha step outside, they find Jack unconscious on the ground. Thankfully, as established, Jack is now immortal, so after a time, he reawakens after his ordeal and is greeted slightly hostily by the Doctor, some friend, dragging your new immortal buddy through the time vortex.
1: You abandoned me.
2: Number 8. Turning people into weapons. Davros once said, you take ordinary people and you fashion them into weapons. And when you think about it, that's so true. Travelling through time and space, you are going to come across plenty of people, but to leave such impressions that they lay down their lives is significant. It often comes as a result of the Doctor not willing to go all the way to stop someone. For example, take Luke Rattigan. He wiped out the Sontaran invasion fleet. He did this because he felt he had to make things right for being used by them, but it's also arguable he knew that it wasn't in the Doctor's nature, thus not getting blood on his hands. The most notable example of this in the Tenant era is Davros's Children of Time. But also, we have seen the loss of Astrid, Luke Rattigan, and Harriet Jones all dying, basically trying to do what the Doctor does. Whilst directly not his fault, that's quite a dark legacy. Number 7. Killing the Sycorax leader in The Christmas Invasion The Tenth Doctor was making questionable decisions from the moment he properly reawakens after his regeneration in The Christmas Invasion. This incarnation's first action comes in the form of taking on the leader of the Sycorax in a sword fight for the planet. The duel seems to come to an end when the Sycorax removes one of Ten's hands. However, due to some residual regeneration energy, it grows back, giving the Doctor a fighting hand. It's a fight in, hand. in the end, he wins the duel and makes the Sycorax yield, swearing on the blood of his species not to return. But not all goes to plan as the leader jumps up, charges for the Doctor, before he throws a Satsuma at a button, dropping the Sycorax off the ship down to the planet's surface below. No second chances, I'm that sort of a man. That's what the Tenth Doctor declares as he allows the Sycorax leader to plummet to his death. Debuting a Doctor that kills, it's an interesting start to say the least. Number 6. Ragnos Massacre in The Runaway Bride From one Christmas special to another, once again the Tenth Doctor goes too far. The Runaway Bride sees the Tenth Doctor first united with Donna Noble in order to halt the plot of spider-like beings, the Rachnos. Throughout the episode, we learn there is a huge ship filled with the Queen of the Rachnos's children, trapped at the centre of the Earth when it was first formed. When he returns to stop her, the Doctor informs the Queen he is a Time Lord, a once-worn enemy of the Rachnos. He tells her that he warned her, and as if he had no choice, releases explosive baubles which blows a hole in a tunnel, flooding the base beneath the Thames. The water pours in and floods the base, wiping out the children, whilst the Queen escapes to then be blown up in her spaceship by a tank. Casually, the Tenth Doctor just stands there and watches, only leaving by the prompt of Donna. Were it not for her, he would have stayed and died. Once snapped out of it, Ten does seem shocked at what he has just done, but no amends are made for this and the moment is never addressed again. Just casual massacring of Ragnos children. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? Number 5. Punishing the family in the Family of Blood The Family of Blood two-parter sees the Tenth Doctor hide away in human form from the titular family, who we see in the first part of the story are hunting him and Martha. After restoring himself, the Doctor defeats the Family of Blood and decides how to make them pay for what they've done. The punishments the Tenth Doctor hands out are wrapping the father in unbreakable chains, mother is thrown into a black hole, sister is placed within mirror reflections, and son is suspended in time as a scarecrow. Son of Mine says the reason the Doctor ran from them after facing such bigger foes was that he was being kind. He was going to allow them to die peacefully, but after they sought immortality and the death they caused, he gave them these ultimate punishments, truly unleashing the wrath of the Tenth Doctor. Number 4. The Martha Situation in Series 3 Let's keep up the discussion of Series 3, The Tenth Doctor and Martha. We've already discussed The Family of Blood, where Ten abandons his new companion and expects her to look out for him. But that's not the only thing that happens between the two over the course of the series. Their relationship starts when the hospital Martha works in is taken to the moon by the Jadoon. Within a short time of meeting her, Ten has already kissed Martha in order to buy himself time, already starting the mixed messages. As time goes on, the Doctor keeps himself closed off from Martha, and her travels even begin with having a set time limit, the best way to make someone feel welcome. As the season closes, after the roller coaster she has been on, Martha decides it's best to stay home with her family, who need her more. However, she also tells the Doctor that basically it was unhealthy for her to remain aboard, just hoping he would notice her, maybe in the same way he noticed Rose. Travelling with Martha after Rose really made the Tenth Doctor's second companion feel like a rebound. In the end, their friendship was a bit of a mess, and we can't blame you for leaving the TARDIS, Martha. Number 3. Dalek Genocide in Journey's End Whilst this is technically the Metacrisis Doctor, he still wears Tennant's face, so it's making the list. Journey's End is the big epic finale of Tennant's final series, before only a few specials bring in his regeneration. And we see the return of Davros, creator of the Daleks. Having been shot by a Dalek earlier in the story, the Tenth Doctor undergoes a partial regeneration, planting the remaining energy into the earlier-mentioned hand he lost on his debut. This results in the creation of the Metacrisis Doctor, who, due to the intervention of Donna, is part human, part Time Lord. After the two of them enact a rescue plan for the Tenth Doctor and all his friends, they manage to halt Davros's plans, but not before the Metacrisis Doctor makes one more final move. Dalek Genocide Realizing the Dalek fleet, even without their super weapon, could slaughter the cosmos, the Metacrisis realizes he is just as much the Doctor as the original and decides he has to stop them. The result, as mentioned, is the wiping out of every single Dalek present. Whilst the Daleks are undoubtedly the baddies, this is a big step for the Doctor, and the actual Doctor is clearly infuriated. But that's not it from Journey's End. Number 2 Wiped Donna's Mind in Journey's End After escaping from the Daleks and returning everyone else home, the 10th Doctor is left with Donna. But during the aforementioned creation of the Metacrisis Doctor with Donna, she has gained the partial mind of a Time Lord, something her body cannot take. As a result, the Doctor is forced to wipe her mind, a painful experience removing all the time she spent in the TARDIS. However, that's not all. If Donna was to remember the events, Tennant warns that Donna's mind would burn up. But in the end, it turns out Donna's remembering saves her when the Master grafts himself into the mind of everyone else on Earth. Ten and Donna are one of the strongest TARDIS pairs we have ever had, and to see it end like this really hurt. As her grandfather Wilf says, Donna had a better life with the Doctor, and in the end forgets all the wonderful things she did. But as the Doctor tells Wilf and Sylvia, either way, there are still countless worlds saved because of Donna's time in the TARDIS. We can't fully blame Ten for this. It was necessary to save Donna. But nevertheless, still a horrific experience. This moment will never not be an emotional gut punch. Number 1. The Time Lord Victorious in The Waters of Mars The Waters of Mars is a very highly regarded instalment in the show's history, and it draws to a conclusion with one of the Doctor's most powerful moments yet. The laws of time are mine and they will obey me, which is rather dark for our hero. Deciding he can change time to save the damned residents of Bowie Base One, the Tenth Doctor takes matters into his own hands. The Doctor manages to save the remaining survivors, including the base's captain, Adelaide Brooke, a moment which alters a fixed point in time. This decision comes to a head when Adelaide decides to retake her life back into her own hands and shoots herself upon returning home. The Doctor literally led someone to kill themselves. Last year, this moment was fleshed out further, with the Tenth Doctor going on from here to take on a species known as the Katura, beings who set the limit species had to live. Amongst taking time into his own hands again, the series saw the Doctor commanding an army into war whilst battling two of his predecessors. This is arguably the worst thing the Doctor has ever done, and this is an incarnation still bearing regret from the Time War. Granted, this incarnation had lost so much, but to develop such a God complex is never going to end well.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.